Good evening and welcome to Let's Talk Lebanon. In the studios today is your host, Michael Myers, and I'm going to initiate a call here to a missionary friend of mine named Isa Bajalia. Isa is a missionary who travels the world, so I wanted to give get hey, an Mike. update from him. Hey, Isa, you're live and on the air with Let's Talk. I just wanted to take just a moment, introduce you to the show. It's Let's Talk here in Lebanon, informing our local citizens about different uh, issues that uh, come up yes. and one of them yes. that came to mind is what missionaries are facing can you speak to number one your background tell us a little mm -hmm. bit about who you are and then go into maybe some of the recent things that you've had to deal with uh, in light of corona sure sure my background is that i'm american born of course so i'm an american but my parents are from jerusalem so my background is uh, arabic and um, I've been serving on the mission field now for 28 years, maybe a little more. And um, so in terms of missions, though, uh, traveling, of course, uh, many of my flights have either been canceled or uh, changed. I just returned back um, Tuesday morning from Los Angeles from doing my last service there for a while. But uh most of my missions work is in the Middle East, and of course, right now those tickets are up in the air in terms of travel bans. Yeah, uh, as a result, as a result of the corona. Yeah, that's understandable. Now, you said you've been in missions how long again? It's a little over twenty-eight years. Almost com uh, coming up on twenty-eight or thirty years. So, uh, with that, I know you were in, um, you know, Jerusalem, uh, Ramallah. Yes. Speak to the areas that you've impacted. Yeah, I, I served as a pastor in Ramallah for 18 years and uh, pastored a congregation in Jerusalem as well during that 18 years. So we had two, meet, two, two separate meetings going on, two separate days of the week, of course. And uh, then I worked uh, quite a bit in Tunisia, which was my next upcoming trip for April the 10th. Right now, that's still intact until I hear further from the airlines. But... Uh, our objective has been teaching the gospel um, and teaching the Bible, uh, bettering people's life, lives and bringing relief to human suffering in terms of missions. We've helped provide academic education for uh, children and distribution of humanitarian aid like clothes and food. Now, I have a uh, friend of mine. Uh... Dr. Phil, he, not the Dr. Phil psychologist, but uh, he's a right. dentist and he likes to do mission trips. What would you uh, have to say to him? Yes. Well, if he's done missions trips before, he knows how difficult it is to set up for dentistry on the mission field. We've had a dentist team. Uh, we've done several medical outreaches where it's been diagnosis for internal medicine or uh, things that people have lacked in, like, uh, for example, we had a lot of problems in Jericho with uh, people who had worms uh, in their digestive tract and in their stomach. But in dentistry, because it's tedious and takes time, it's probably the most difficult of most medical outreaches. But there's definitely a need for it, for sure, especially in areas where people uh, have had trouble taking care of their teeth for lack of income. Poverty plays a huge role in um, people's teeth. And, uh, of course, there's a big demand for that, not just in the Middle East, but in other parts of the world where I worked. 
Now, I, I do want to get into uh, something that happened to you many years ago, and it's not a good memory, but uh, you were approached and uh, was uh, almost abducted. Uh, so your work in the mission field has cost you personally. It's uh, yes. you, you made personal sacrifices along the way, for yes. sure. Do you want to speak to uh, the threats that missionaries face around the world right now? Sure, especially in uh, controversial areas that are um, Islamic or uh, are or inundated with other religions that are uh, not so friendly to Christianity. When evangelism goes on, then threats happen from those factions. And uh, I was um, actually got in a fight with four men who had planned uh, my demise and uh, wanted to kill me. They had brought a vehicle. They had opened the trunk. Uh, and then when they got out the car and came towards me, then the fight was on. And uh, whatever it took, you know, wearing out, hurting, getting hurt, whatever it took, uh, then we was going to fight our way out of it or we were going to get killed, one of the two. And they told me that their plan was to take me to a secluded area and kill me there. And so I found that out later after after they were later arrested. Wow. But, uh Physically, physically, I uh, ended up with some uh, broken ribs and, um, you know, just really worn out physically. All that uh, to minister the gospel to the people that need it the most. And obviously those men yeah. needed yeah. to hear and the our, good news. Our guilt in their eyes was with the bags of clothing that we were distributing and food. We were also putting Bibles in the bags, which we did. But uh, there, there was no um, there was no. Uh, harm in terms of national security. It was just uh, evangelism, and that was not uh, accepted well among the more militants. Yeah, now I know you were featured also on the 700 Club uh, telling a different story about a different problem that you had. Do you want to speak to that? Uh, the problem I had where I was arrested? Yeah, yeah with the Palestinian Authority. Oh, yeah, that's, when I, that's, that's around the same time period when I was beat up. Uh, that uh, also I had to leave Ramallah and move back to Jerusalem. And the threats came after a colleague of mine, His had there was a bomb set at his door in a village called Ariel, or a city called Ariel within Samaria. And the bomb blew up in the face of his 15-year-old at that time, which by God's grace he did recover and is finished his college degree is serving and uh, really successful in the Denver area. And um, so that, that after that happened, then another friend of mine who was working in Gaza was shot at and threatened, and he had to sign a decree that he would not come back to Israel as a result of those threats. And he was taken out safely, but uh, at the same time deported so that the threat would be eliminated. There would be no national incident. And at that, at, at, I was number three on the list. And so uh, I, I had also received those same threats. And um, the threats were that I was going to end up with the same plight, either killed or thrown out of the country. And, wow, that must, uh, must have been scary. Yeah, it was. It was. For a while there, I, you know, I never knew what was going to happen. But by God's grace, I'm still here and still ministering the gospel in uh, other parts of the world. So after 28 years, you're only 29 years old, so I'm sure it's easy to get around. 
Yeah, yeah, just, you, you know, you play the little guy. <laughs> now, obviously, people are listening to this through a podcast, so I do want to mention that uh, Brother Isa here, he does minister the gospel all around the world, but he does so legally blind. He has a disease that uh, t- took away some of his eyesight, and he's doing this, obviously, out of the, for the love of the people and the love of the gospel, so we appreciate you doing that for sure. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it uh, so much. And if anyone wants, you know, or would like to have a small group or a church service, then uh, it's very easy to contact via email. Yeah, go ahead and give them that email. Yeah, it's uh, my first name, Isa, which is spelled I-S-A. Good way to remember it. It's like Lisa, but without the L. So it's Isa. I-S-A. And then the the number is 24, the letter J. So Isa24J at gmail.com. Isa24Jesus. <laughs> yeah, 24 hours a day. day Jesus, all right. Isa24J at gmail.com is how you can get a hold of him. But if you forget that, don't forget to reach out right here on Let's Talk Lebanon. We can put you in contact with Isa. Isa, thank you for being our guest today. And we hope that uh, people might uh, reach out to you in ways to help. And I know during this economic time, you're not able to travel. You're not allowed to get into the churches too much. So the offerings that you depend upon to even survive and to uh, pay your obligations is probably limited. So uh, if people would like to, uh, you know, sponsor you or give a one-time gift, I'm sure you have a way to do that. If not, we can sure. collect on your behalf. But do you have a donation area, like a PayPal or something like that? Or uh, I don't have one. If, if you could do it through there, then that would be great. And through, uh, I know some churches will also collect your offering or whatever or gift right. and then give them a receipt. So, again, right. we appreciate you being on the program. We look forward to maybe having you back for another Spotlight. This is Michael Myers, your host of Let's Talk Lebanon with Isa Bajalia on March the 20th. 2020. Have a great day.